You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, host of Food for the Future, a weekly podcast that brings the humanities to today's food dialogue by showcasing everyday people trying to make a difference. This show is part of the series Food for Thought, featuring stories from big thinkers who spend their lives envisioning a flourishing food system in their local communities and for our entire human family. We'll be speaking about vertical farming to expand local agri-food with Sean Woods, farm manager at Goodleaf Farms. Welcome, Sean. Thanks for having me. Wonderful to have you here, Sean. Let's get started with what is Goodleaf Farms? Yeah, at the heart of it, we're farmers. We leverage innovative technology like LED lighting and leading edge hydroponic techniques to grow delicious, nutrient rich leafy greens indoors. We do it year round and we do it without using pesticides. We've got a research facility in Nova Scotia, a large commercial farm in Ontario, a brand new farm in Quebec and another new farm in Alberta. To give you an idea of scale, each of these new farms will produce 2 million pounds of leafy greens per year. Okay, so everything we love about farmers, all of the you know, know-how and commitment to the land and the vision for agri-food, but really a lot happening. You had talked about LED and hydroponics, and you now got another farm, so you're expanding. And 2 million pounds in Canada, leafy greens, all four seasons, is really important. It helps us not have to ship stuff from all over, and it keeps local economies growing, bad pun intended, and sounds amazing. So you talk about homegrown on the website, the Good Leaf website, yeah. uh, as part of your story. Can you give us a background on this value of homegrown? Sure. Well, we come from humble Canadian roots. Uh, we're founded in Nova Scotia, and since 2011, our focus has really been on growing food for Canadians locally. Um, it's hard to believe, but today, 80% of the greens that we eat in Canada are trucked in from the U.S. and Mexico. And of course, that comes with a cost. Mm-hmm. There's a cost of freshness. There's a cost of Canadian food security. Like you referenced, there's an environmental cost associated with trucking that produce across the continent. And it's hard to grow leafy greens year-round in Canada, but they're an important part of a healthy lifestyle, and Canadians deserve a homegrown option. Uh, we're mm-hmm. proud that we've developed a network of Canadian farms, and They provide a coast-to-coast option for Canadian consumers to eat fresh, delicious leafy greens year-round. Yeah, I think that it's great. You know, historically, we just haven't been able to grow greens in our climate. So it's uh, a great idea, and I think it's something that is a time that has come to have homegrown and that we can use farms and greenhouses and additional technology. We'll talk in a moment about vertical farming, that if we can grow things close to home, I think that that's really great. And I think that we saw during uh, COVID, periodically, the food system responded quickly. So uh, not a critique there, but there were shortages of things. Homegrown value, I think, is something also consumers are looking for. And it makes really good environmental and business sense. So you are Canadian and you're really committed to Canadian values. Can you expand on this? Yeah, like, like I said, it's it, Canadians deserve a year-round option as it relates to fresh produce. Right? It's it, you, you'd referenced, you know, some some challenging times in 2020, and you know, it was it was interesting um, to see how the supply chain responded. Right? It was it, it really started to catalyze our our value proposition, where we started to hear it from our consu- our retail partners, our, our food service partners. Um, and they wanted somebody that could respond quickly. So again, it's 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 really about providing that option to Canadians 
growing for Canadians and growing in Canada. Right. And keeping Canadians working, keeping farmers innovating um, on their land, and also all the things that support the business. So the greenhouses have to go up, the hydroponics, the LED lights, all of those things need to be purchased. And when it's uh, happening close to home, it just makes good sense. So let's get into some of the uh, technological innovations, Sean. What's vertical farming? It seems intuitive. We know, you know we're going up, not necessarily out. But can you tell us more about what that is and what it looks like at Goodleaf Farms? Certainly. Uh, it's a great question because I, I find it um, a lot, even before I started with Goodleaf, I had no idea what vertical farming was. But it's, it's actually relatively straightforward, right? Vertical farming just uses new technologies to grow plants indoors. We do it without pesticides. And because we recycle our water, we can put these farms anywhere. So we, we've unlocked a tremendous efficiency by growing vertically. And, and as compared to a traditional farm that's growing Imagine any farm you've, you've really ever seen, you're growing one crop on a single horizontal plane. But what we're doing is we're stacking our growth systems so that we're growing 10 crops on the same square foot. We figured out how to grow a lot of food on a small footprint. So we can build our farms very close to the consumer. And by growing plants locally, we can maximize the taste, maximize the freshness and the nutrient value of the produce. You know, that's really another timely concept we're hearing about in now not farming but housing about looking at densification we've got to go up we can't keep going out and annexing farmland and we've got a lot of an ontario federation of agriculture but nationally we're starting to hear about farmland loss and so um, as we start to think about the preservation of that because we need our grasslands and we need all the biodiversity and all of those things, that the efficiencies of going up, and you had said 10 levels up on the same footprint, the same notion of density for really high efficiency, high yields, and close to where it needs to be is uh, really an incredible idea. There's lots of great pictures on the Goodleaf website. I, I really found out a lot about uh, vertical farming from your website and seeing some of the amazing produce that you grow. What are some of the unique building features that vertical farms need? Yeah, another fantastic question. We, we've got some unique features in our buildings and, and really that's driven by a need to learn very quickly on how to maximize efficiency. So I'll give you a couple of examples. One would be how we've designed our grow systems, right? So there, there's a lot of LEDs in our grow rooms. Uh, one of our big challenges is extracting the heat. Uh, but our, our systems are designed so that all the heat that's taken out of the grow room is captured and, and reused to heat the air and water throughout the rest of the farm. So even when it's minus 20 outdoors, we're, we're not burning gas to heat our facilities. Uh, another Probably one of my favorite features is we recycle our water, right? All of the water that we use to grow is recycled. Our farms are not just farms, but also water treatment facilities. We've developed innovative water disinfection systems that allow us to safely use the same water again and again to grow our crops. To give you a, a fascinating example, just from our growth systems, like imagine a grow room at Goodley Farms. Our air handlers are extracting 15,000 liters of water a day from the air, which is reclaimed and returned to the irrigation system. You got to look at this holistically, right? You think about, you know, we're freeing up uh, arable land to grow other crops. We're not trucking crops across the continent. There's a significant savings from a carbon footprint perspective. And the water conservation is, is probably the most exciting thing, right? We're lucky as Canadians. We've got, you know, this incredible resource of fresh water, but 
Yeah. Again, we're, we're we're one of the few that have that. The, these types of systems where we recycle the water can be deployed anywhere in the world. So we're trying to be as sustainable as possible with a with an eye to even more efficiencies in the future. We're very excited about what the future holds from a, from from that perspective. Uh, these are things we're very proud of. Yeah, uh, really making sense of the elements. You've pretty much hit all of the elements, right? Soil efficiency because you're growing up and not out. Um, the water. Uh, innovations in water utilization and reusing the water, the lighting. You've really kind of covered so many things and it's really exciting to have that grown so close to home. I think particularly leafy greens, which, you know, in the winter we do need because they have all those uh, incredible nutrients, but fresh is best. So really innovative. What innovations are you looking forward to or are currently underway in vertical farming that's sort of like the next phase of what you're doing right now? Yeah, I've probably got, you know, uh, I'm one of the luckiest folks at the companies. I've got, I would suggest, one of the most exciting uh, jobs uh, running the research facility. So w- we've learned incredible things, right? By We've learned that by modifying the environment in which we grow things, we're able to encourage the plants to do amazing things. Right? We can enhance the flavor, we can enhance the nutrient profile. And because we're not growing with any pesticides or using GMO seeds, we can do this in a way that really works to promote health and wellness. Right? We're able to grow things at Goodleaf that you wouldn't normally grow in Canada. A wonderful example is microgreens. I'm not sure if you're familiar with microgreens, mm-hmm. but they're an early stage plant that's just absolutely packed with nutrients, um, very dense vitamin profiles, and they're tremendously difficult to grow outdoors, but but absolutely thrive in our systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think about other in- innovations like um, some of the way that we've learned to employ uh, data. Uh, you know, we've got you know a fleet of sensors and imaging technologies. We create and collect a ton of data during our growth cycles. We've we've compiled rich databases, and now we're able to leverage machine learning to deeply understand our environment and how we can continue to refine our process listen to our plants because they're telling us exactly what they need for optimal performance. It's fascinating. I I think, you know, we've got roughly 38 million people in Canada. We're really spread out, but looking at, as we start, we think about food security and whatnot, we think, okay, well, if each person, hopefully, uh, we can get three meals a day too, that's, um, you know, roughly 112 million meals a day that we could really start to look at across, you know, protein, carbohydrates, fruits, vegetables, um, what it is we actually need to produce to keep the Canadian target of meals made. And then what do we need to do in terms of innovation, whether that's local technology for leafy greens in the winter, like what you're doing or other things. So I think it's a very optimistic time and I'm, I'm really happy to have you on the show and we're going to talk more. After the break, we'll hear more from Sean Woods from Goodleaf Farms about innovations in agri-food for local fresh produce all year long. This is Food for the Future. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL, Curious Casts, and where you get your podcasts. I'm Peggy O'Neill, host of Food for the Future. We're speaking about vertical farming and agri-food with Sean Woods, farm manager at Goodleaf Farms. Sean, Ideas in agri-food bring optimism. 
and so do people. Before the break, we talked a lot about the vertical farming, the technology, all the innovation, whether that's computer or LED or, or just really controlling the environment to be able to grow leafy greens all four seasons. But people are also an important part of it. Good Leaf Farms keeps the production of leafy greens local year round. What do you like most about working with local people? Oh, Peggy, it's, it's all about the community, right? We, we work with some of the most fun we have. We work with grade schools, you know, teaching kids about how to grow food. Uh, we collaborate with local universities to, to further develop the science behind what we do. We're, we're, we're blessed. Uh, we've got lots of great uh, local chefs uh, in our regions. So we listen to them. They tell us about the trends. Uh, we listen to consumers and our retail partners to understand their needs. You know, we're, we're part of the community. And uh, working with local people is is the reason behind our success. Right. So right across the continuum, educators, researchers, consumers, farmers, the people that are working at Good Leaf Farms, it really is such a good news story. And this show is in the Food for Thought series, and we try to look ahead with some optimism. We we don't want to be um, tone deaf to all the challenges that are going on. There certainly are some, but there are innovators and there are people looking to our way forward. And how does the business model at Goodleaf Farms help us do that? Well, there's there's lots to be optimistic about. We live in a beautiful country, arguably the best in the world. A major problem, though, is it's hard to grow healthy food when it's minus 20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all we need is the option for fresh leafy greens and delicious salads year-round. I, I like to think about the way that um, fast food makes you feel, right? I eat it, I eat, I eat it too. Um, but I, I compare and contrast that to the way that I feel when I've made a better choice and I've enjoyed a healthy alternative, right? It's And what we're trying to do at Goodleaf is really unlock that simplicity. Right? We're making it easy to feel good. We want to yeah. empower Canadians to make the right choice and to change their lives for the better. And that's that's really something we can all be optimistic about. I agree. And you were talking earlier about all the research and data you're collecting on um, not just the growing conditions, but really the plants themselves and the nutrient density. So I'm thinking of some of those baby greens that are difficult to harvest, even in the best of seasons and to keep fresh and really have it close to home when it's been picked and right there and ready to go. That I think that that is an optimistic contribution, particularly in Canada. And it's wonderful that you're able to make that contribution in that community setting you talked about. So we take a humanities approach to the show. So talking a lot about people, thinking about the way we have a worldview and it shapes our lives. And how does vertical farming, you know, it seems like a bit of a disconnect. We're talking about the humanities and then shifting over to technology. But ideas behind technology are really all about people. So how does vertical farming change the way we live. Yeah, it's it's funny on the heels of of, of true optimism. I'll, I'll I'll bring it back down to, to earth a little bit, right? Like the, the the world is changing, whether we like it or not. The weather's changing, right? There's there's less arable land to grow our crops, and really we shouldn't have to rely on other countries to grow our food, right? Uh, we talked about 2020 when when things got strange and the border was shut down for a bit. I remember going to the store shelves and they were basically empty right you couldn't you couldn't get a decent salad kit or 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 leafy greens were very hard to come by at least here on the east coast um imagine if that was to happen again right that's not out of the realm of possibilities well our feelings are as canadians that that's that's a risky chance to take right vertical farming enables canadians to grow produce year-round regardless of the season regardless of the location 
and Canadian vertical farming really provides a level of food security that I think as Canadians, we can all be proud of. Yeah, I I think that that note of food security, food sovereignty, which is a very close cousin to food security, all the things that we are thinking about, and you know, we see pressures emerge periodically about tariffs and and trade and across the commodities. That this is something where we can still get our leafy greens, which are very nutrient dense, no matter what's kind of happening in the various broader political or economic arenas. So that's very much uh, part of the humanities, the innovations and the way we live our lives. This show is called Food for the Future. How does expanding local farming, so we're talking about vertical today, but it's local. How does expanding local farming help build a brighter future? Yeah, it's look. It's it, we're local farmers. Um, we, we we don't feel that we're competing with with local farmers. Right? What we're trying to do is is disrupt you know health and wellness by displacing some of the stuff that's coming up from you know the the U.S. and Mexico. Um, I, I think that you know there's 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 room in you know, certainly in this marketplace for for some of the smaller producers alongside of some of the the larger commercial facilities. Right? What what we want to focus on is not just providing healthy food for Canadian consumers, but doing it with a national footprint, right? Doing it coast to coast with a level of consistency. Um, you know, fresh produce, again, year round, so important to, to note that it's grown without pesticides. Um, you know, we can work alongside of, you know, good leaf alone can't can't replace the amount of leafy greens that are coming up from the US and Mexico, right? We need help. Um, we're, we're, we're a partner with local farmers to, to try to address this for all Canadians. Okay. And, uh, where can people find good leaf farms, leafy greens and products? Yeah. So, uh, we're, we're sold in most leading retailers in Ontario. We've got, I think, 600 locations, including Loblaw, Sobe, Metro, Real Canadian Superstore, Foodland, Longos, the list goes on. Okay. Uh, independent grocers, Fortino's, Whole Foods, uh, that's just in Ontario. We're obviously uh, coast to coast, so those those uh, those those retail flags are where you're likely to find us. Great, and that would also be for the East Coast in Quebec. You're just getting going um, there as well. Correct. the uh, The Calgary farm started shipping commercially in November, so we're we're in farms on the, in the western uh, part of the region. Uh, Montreal starts shipping commercially February twelfth. So okay. uh, wow. I look forward in the next couple of weeks to providing uh, Quebec with the same delicious options. Okay. So no excuse on Valentine's Day not to have your leafy greens. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well and said. So looking for the good leaf farms that if consumers, people that are listening are at their grocery stores and you listed almost all of them um, to look for good leaf, you'll know that that's local and been produced by Canadian innovators and uh, farmers that weren't very far from where you purchased it. We're out of time, Sean. I wish we had more, but do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Peggy, it's, it's been a wonderful uh, opportunity to, to chat with you today. So I thank you very much. Look, at, at Goodleaf, we're, we're trying to make it easy for consumers to make the healthy choice. But I also encourage people to do this themselves, right? Start a garden. If you don't have a, a yard, do it indoors, right? A windowsill will work just fine. Get some seeds. See what a rewarding experience it can be to take an active role in your health and well-being, right? Do this with your kids. And some of my best memories as a kid was in the garden, my parents eating fresh food, right? So we, I, I know, and, and at Goodleaf, we know that changing your diet could change your life. So why not start that journey today? 
Wonderful. Change your diet can change your life. Start that journey today. What a wonderful message. Thank you so much, Sean. To you and the whole team at Goodleaf Farms for your vision and the hard work. Um, this didn't happen overnight. A lot of hurdles. Thank you for your persistence. And it was a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Peggy. It was, was a pleasure. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking about big ideas with Sean Woods, farm manager at Goodleaf Farms. Each week, to continue to envision our future in agri-food together, we leave you and your family and friends with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could you support local greenhouses? Something to do, search Goodleaf Farms to see how one team of innovators uses local ideas for for global encouragement. Next week on the show, we return to the series Waste Not. We'll be discussing the Food Waste app, Too Good to Go, with Sarah Soderoff. Don't miss a show. Subscribe on Curious Cast and all other major podcast platforms. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our Platinum Elite Level sponsor, Burn Bray Farms, Eggs for Life. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts.